0: Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about two musical artists whose music is different, but their names are similar. This week, we're talking about Incubus Driver. I am Jared. Caleb. This is Tyler. Tyler. That song was called Wish You Were Here, not
1: by Pink Floyd. (laughs) Not by Pink Floyd.
0: And we all wish that you were here listening to us now. Uh We all wish you were here, we said all year during a pandemic Uh, were had. None were fulfilled because no one is listening and no one is here. Do you think inflation is affected with uh, Penny Wishes? You have to throw <laughs> two pennies in to get a win. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know. Isn't I thought that was the penny standard that we were on.
0: You know, it costs more to make a penny than what a penny is actually worth. I learned that.
1: Maybe in, they don't make school. any more of them. They're I think recir- they do. You have to look
0: uh, what year your penny is. Anyways. Uh, This, uh, we're going to start talking about Incubus, a alternative rock band from the 1990s and into the 2000s. I think they really stretched the idea of what we can call an alternative rock band. How so? Maybe. I think that, like, because if you look at all of the types of music that they have done over their career, and, like, even they are pretty, like, vocal about the fact that they don't really tie themselves necessarily to a genre they just kind of do what they want to do. Like, their first two albums, and, like, I don't even know that I would want to put them in the new metal realm. They were kind of there, though, huh? They, they had elements of it. I liked it. Did you? I liked, uh, I found, I, I went back, because some of the stuff isn't even on Spotify, so I had to look via uh, YouTube. And um, there was a song that was, like, a mixture of, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Mr. Bungle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called uh, Medium. And uh it's real good. It was pretty interesting. Are you wanting to play a little bit of medium? Tyler, you ever heard medium? Yeah, we can play nope. a little bit of it.
1: Waking up I smell the scents of coffee on the brew and i Think about the of The lights I have in my cup today. One opens room, three on four, no i have
0: one pretty cool it's a little bit of uh primus up in your ears there. yeah that's the other one that, yeah. that they were talking about yeah, that's a little bit of it's it's that bass groove
1: yeah it's a primus thing that's fungus a, among us yeah right that's
0: pretty good their very yeah. first uh professionally recorded release was called let me tell you about
1: root beer yeah i saw that that's a good one <laughs> did
0: they ever tell us about root beer
1: oh, uh, not that i ever saw Ah, oh, geez did you listen to him uh, let me tell you about Root beer. Uh I don't yeah. think I did. I thought about so it. You, you weren't told then, I guess. That's true.
0: Well, I think that the problem is, is that we never let him. Oh. They said, let me tell you. We're like, no. no. We're not going to let you that... tell us about Root beer. We don't want to hear it.
1: He said a bad thing, though.
0: Did you see all the names that he has gone by Uh, first stage names on, the, on his very – like every album starting out from the beginning up to Make Yourself, he had a new name. He? Brandon Boyd, the lead singer. Thank you. Uh, he went by Cornelius Brandon of the Jungle, Happy Nappy, and the Invisible Floating Torso Man. All different, like in the uh personnel part of the CD or whatever. His he had a new name every time. I like the the amazing. Say, say that one again. The Invisible Floating Torso Man. The Invisible Floating Torso Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought there was one other phrase in there, but that makes sense. That's pretty good. That's a good name, right that there. That's good. I'd like to I'd like to see somebody perform that way. Uh but now, anyways, so, you know, that's what they sounded like initially, and then mm. I would like like by the time that they got to their third album, which mm-hmm. is when they obviously became a little bit more popular, um I, I don't feel like Make Yourself fits anything super perfectly because if you listen to like two of the biggest singles on there being Drive and Pardon Me, mm-hmm. Pardon Me fits almost into, like, this... Like, it still borrows a little bit from that kind of, like, Linkin Park version of new Metal where they do, like, the record scratching yeah. and a little bit of, like, almost, almost rapping to it. Yes. But then Drive is a completely different
1: song. And, yeah, like, there, are Go ahead. A lot of the rest of the album fits in more with Pardon Me. Yeah. So, I mean, I, this is the only Incubus album I own. I bought it on CD. mm mm-hmm. And a lot more, like, especially the beginning, Consequence is a song that really fits in with, like, the record-scratching type situation that they did. You Mm -hmm. know, that kind of, like, well, they always had a DJ
0: yeah, as part of
1: the group. You know, so they just began to explore that world more. But I think the Drive probably fits less than the other stuff on the album. Sure. I I like Drive. I always
0: love Drive. That's a great song. It is a good song
1: what do y'all think about stellar
0: i don't i don't know if i listened to it i know i've heard you don't it know it it was on
1: guitar hero wow. i'm
0: trying to which is that on uh make yourself yeah i'd have to hear it and then i'd probably remember it which which guitar Hero oh, was it i think it was on two. Oh well then i'll definitely know it let me play it and then i'll we'll remember all together Time. I definitely remember that now. Yes, right. It's been that's it's, an
1: alt rock song. Yeah, it is
0: alt rock for sure. It's um, it's weird to me because sometimes I forget that I was a little bit more into Incubus when I was younger than I thought that I was because out yeah. al- the album that got me into them was in 2006, which makes sense because that was when I was like 13 years old. That's when I would have discovered something like an Incubus. I wouldn't have found it like at 10, you know. Mm-hmm. So I remember when Animali comes out. Because it had actually a decent amount of airplay on, like, an MTV or something like that. Fuse. You know? Fuse, anything like that, where, you know, the music video would actually get some play. Yep. And I remember Dig coming out, too. So I listened to uh, Like Grenades. Love Hurts is a great song, too. That was a single. I don't remember that one as well. Love I might Hurts, know it if I listen to it. Sometimes it's the Good Hurt. Oh, Good That's Hurt. what he said. Said. Um, but wow. I, I know that I sought them out more during that period of time. So I became more familiar with their music. So when I listened to them, I remember, oh, I know more songs than I thought that oh, I yeah. knew. Yeah. I, I realized that kind of this week when we were, when I was listening, uh, is like, you don't all like, I don't know all of them by the title for a lot of it, but like uh, megalomaniac, which yep. is a pretty popular song. Like I didn't know it until I listened to it. And that's the same with like some other songs as well. Right. They are, uh, unsurprisingly, maybe to some, a one-hit wonder with their only uh, hit single being the song "Drive," of course. Right. They've had other songs that were that cracked the top hundred, but no, nothing that that got. Uh, very high. I'm surprised that Wish You Were Here would not have. Especially for the time that it was because it like, was the next single after and it only got to sixty. So yeah. and Drive got to number nine. Because so. really like the late nineties, early two thousands, rock was still doing okay. Yes. You know, it really was like I'd say probably like two thousand three, two thousand four when rock started to dip away from the charts a little bit more. Uh, you know, don't quote me on that exact date. I didn't do the research to find that number out. But well, like, in in like that time period, you had like Maroon 5 and you had like Hoobasnake. And so it got away from like actual rock. And it's like, how much more pop can this become? Right. And so um, then it now is like anything that's remotely rock is not really on the radio. And then they're no. counting things that aren't really rock as rock. Right. So. Yeah.
1: Just listen to 103 or whatever indies yeah. alternative station, yeah. it's horrible, it's terrible, it's not great. It
0: so, really, Incubus, I think, kind of suited that time well, which also it makes a lot of sense because their style of music is not really like popular at this point in time, like modern wise. Yeah, so you don't really know that they are not inactive, you know, no, like they, they've had uh, albums come out recently. Now, funny enough, they're uh, two. The album that came out in 2017, I think, uh, it the album was their eighth album, and it was called Eight, and uh, it was produced by Skrillex. Really? Yes. Nice. So what happened is... Uh, How much dubstep made it in there? None, I don't think. And somebody else had produced it, and they didn't like the way that guy produced it. And Skrillex, I guess they're friends somehow with him. He was in the same studio or something, and he showed them... Uh, they showed Skrillex... A song and he's like oh i like that but if you did this to it it'd sound a lot better and so they're like why don't you just fix this whole thing oh that's <laughs> and fun. so he he just kind of like changed tweaked things tweaked things and yeah. became credited as producer but he wasn't with them in studio when they made everything right he would have been the engineer or the mixer he just literally would have tweaked things correct yeah. which like is good for them because that's a good name to have on your album, you know, especially like helps. Like, yeah. You know, like, well, not, I was going to say, especially, but really 2017 wouldn't have been a great time for a Skrillex, but
1: I mean more so than
0: whoever they had produced. Oh, it. I would have to imagine. <laughs> yeah. so. But
1: uh, it sounds like they're just picky, huh? I don't know.
0: I don't they know. Did it's, the same. it's funny. They, they did. seem like way more existential than what you would like. Like when you think of the band incubus, you're not like, Oh yeah, these guys are like really, but thinkers. like, if you look at like what Brandon Boyd, the lead singer, uh like says about certain songs and how he writes it and stuff it's like all right guy come on in. well like with like, been like hanging out with jared leto too much yeah <laughs> like megalomaniac is a good example because that song um they wanted to pull off of like radio stations because of the fact that they thought that it was referencing george w bush's presidency uh. and so they were like oh yeah we can't play this is too political or something like that and they were like it's not about that it's just more of like a general like concept we're just talking but like they basically said they're like you know that's not what we meant but we like that people can interpret it the way they want because we want our music to make people think if they're not thinking then what are we doing it's like yeah. you're making music <laughs> like yeah. most yeah, music uh, does not make people think which is you know say what you will about that but like you wouldn't necessarily listen to Incubus and say like you know I'm really thinking right now got a lot on my mind I mean I like the and lyrics I, really, but I don't wish... really think of it that, that way. you were here. Uh pardon me while I burst into my next thought. Uh Brandon Boyd, the lead singer also, and this is going to be kind of surprising because I did I never thought of it this way, but uh around like 2001ish, uh he was re- he was uh, named the hottest guy in music in Teen People magazine because of his sensitive guy appeal set him apart from today's testosterone drunk rock. That's what they said. <laughs> how how do they determine that? who's who's the who who are the voters? I on don't that know. I hope not the only
1: people in the conference room left in the conference room when people are done talking about incubus.
0: This was in Spin magazine. <laughs> who you guys think that. is
1: hot right now.
0: Spin uh, magazine in two thousand one wrote uh considering his androgynous androgynous beauty and sweet demeanor Plus, incubus, kid-tested, mother-approved guitar rock. It's no surprise he's MTV's newest weapon of mass heartbreak. What a, for his what?
1: <laughs> Take a look at the photo of him here in the. Uh... <laughs> I, just,
0: I just saw a flash. <laughs> I was confused. What happened? I thought I did it.
1: He looks like Chris Cornell. Oh yeah, oh,
0: that's a face right there. I that that long, go. that long, luscious androgynous hair. Yep. Yeah. Closer than you know, love each other so,
1: androgynous.
0: They have done uh, various covers in um, in concert. They covered No Scrubs. They covered the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song and uh, a whole bunch of other songs. It's kind of uh, interesting. They did Message in a Bottle twice. They won- I saw they did a couple police songs. Yeah, they did Message in a Bottle uh, with uh, On Tour with No Doubt. And then they did uh, Roxanne live on a live album that's on Spotify too. So they like the Police. Did you notice that they have toured with uh, quite the the strange eclectic set of people over their career? Like, did uh, you kind of tune into all the people that they had toured with over time? No, but I'm not, I won't be surprised at any of them.
1: well Well, you shouldn't be most of them kind of fit in
0: i don't know i don't know about that though so like you know there's the obvious ones uh, because i had gotten the impression that they are friends with 311 and Stank. okay well they are uh, right that is that's what i mean like those are ones that totally make sense and then of course you know they tour with other people like uh, you know Primus, a Primus makes total sense. That would have been early, yes, yes. And toured with Deftones. Deftones makes total sense. All of these things. Okay. Uh, They also toured with the Smashing Pumpkins and Duran Duran. Cool. They also. I saw another one that really kind of confused me. Hold on. They also toured with Ben Queller, The walkman Hundred Reasons, The Music, Brand New, and Sparta.
1: Yeah, Ben Queller weird one
0: on a worldwide tour. Mm, brand yes. New is a weird one too. It was a big, it was a big old tour with many bands, many, with many bands. That, is that was I'm the saying. one that didn't make as much sense to me. I was like, I don't know how. And this was in two thousand four, which is you know around when it would kind of make sense. Sparta yeah. wasn't a thing like at all, so they probably were like the openers, obviously. Yeah. Uh, brand New would not have really fit, uh, and they you know had some like emo popularity but not like an incubus popularity and then like where did you get Ben Queller to join yeah that's a weird
1: one Ben Queller's weird
0: so I don't know I saw I saw enough times where I was like I wouldn't have thought they'd tour with them I didn't think I would they would have toured with them either of course again Hoobastank definitely lots of Hoobastank yes so they've done uh, some interesting covers that I have found they covered Prince on the song, uh, with the song "Let's Go Crazy," pretty good. They did a song on "Loud Rocks," which is now the third time that we brought up this album. So the first time we brought it up is when System of a Down covered the song "Shame" with the Wu Tang Clan on right. this album. Right. The next time we brought it up was uh, when Ozzy Osbourne and Tony Iommi performed the song "For Heaven's Sake" with the Wu Tang Clan. Uh huh. And now, Incubus did the song Still Not A Playa with Big Pun. Why did you not mention these covers when you already did your cover Yeah, what's up with
1: this uh, double cover?
0: Yeah, you double covered today. Huh? You said, they did a bunch of covers. And then you finished your thought, and then you just reintroduced the idea of more covers. Well, because there's... How many covers you got? Why didn't you put them all together? Well, because I, what are you I, I doing? was in two different things. What are you doing with your structure? I was on two different uh, uh, pages here. Well, that doesn't mean you don't remember that you wanted to talk about uh, is covers. This, is this important? Or it is. Can we just move on. People are going to be confused. No one is confused. I'm confused. Do you want to play still on a player? Uh, yeah, the, he's in a very briefly. He's in a, a side project as well called Sons of the Sea. And they covered Leonard Cohen. Uh, hey, that's no way to say goodbye. Did you hear that one? I did yeah. not. I listened. I listened to everything today. Good. Yeah, go ahead and play. Still not play out. <laughs> I think we're not legally allowed to stop doing the podcast until we cover every group that's on the album Loud Rocks. Hmm. Not like at, at least one of the songs. We have to be able to play each song on there. So we'll have to cover Static X, Exhibit, Mob Deep, many, many others within this realm. I don't
1: think I, don't,
0: so. I, don't think I know any Exhibit songs. I only no. know Exhibit for Pimp My Ride.
1: Yeah, that's it. I mean, what else he, has he done? He's project?
0: on this album? Who did yeah, he perform but... with? Uh, exhibit performed with Indo and Seven Dust. On oh, Seven Dust. That makes songs. Sense, Indo. Two separate songs. Jer, have you seen them live? It seems like somebody would have seen them live. I've never seen Incubus live. Okay. Not that I can re- recall they uh they seem like because i mean you've gone to enough of like the big rock yes, festivals. festivals i would yes. have expected that like at least one of the big rock festivals would have they've been not as active though uh I, I i'm i'm thinking they don't do as many festivals that's my guess because i've been to enough where i've not seen them yeah they probably do like rock on the range or whatever that thing's called now right uh but i would see them i think it'd be interesting if they had, like, an hour set. I don't think I could see them for two hours. No. I no, mean, I... would be a lot of incubus. It would be. I mean, they've got, like... I mean, they've got enough music at this point. Not just, like, a, oh, yeah, like, you know, they've got a lot of albums. They have, like, enough hits that they yes. could cover some time. Yeah. Especially if they're yeah. doing two segments of covers. The, yeah, that's true. They like, actually
1: last... One whole set year, is... Just, there's two sets. One set's only covers.
0: <laughs> they come out as the different characters from the album's... Uh, last year they had an EP uh come out that I don't know if it was B sides or what, but there was a song on there called "Into the Summer," which is like it was a really good song, and it would have been like the summer anthem of like rock music if like you could have uh like gone to concerts. (laughs) It's so sad. Like they're like this is gonna be like a really good song to play, and then they just it's like all right, well that happened. Well, the summer really ended on that one just completely. No summer for anybody. Uh, Tyler, I have a question for you because I, you know, I I feel like Incubus toes a line for someone like, like knowing what music that you like. They're kind of right in that realm of does he, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Like you could totally like what they do or you could totally be completely turned off by it. Like I just, I don't know how you would feel.
1: Yeah. I really only like uh, Make Yourself quite honestly. Just that, uh, that album in general. Yeah really just that album i'm not i'm not big into incubus i remember people liking them like i remember the older kids liking incubus yeah when i was younger and then um honestly i don't like like grenades i like that much
0: i like animali i think dig is an okay song like it you know i remember it well Mm -hmm. it's very um It's very hooky. Yes. But I I don't know that I even remember a lot of the other parts of the album. I listen to a lot more of like some of the album stuff. Like I listened to parts of Make Yourself. I listen to parts of Morning View. Listen to parts of Light Grenades. And again, I recognized more songs kind of like looking at it and like, oh yeah, I forgot they made that song because I don't you know, I don't sit on Incubus all the time. Um but I definitely, like the album, like, like, Grenades in particular, I don't really remember anything else. Like, I know that I've listened to that album before,
1: but I only really remember those two songs. Yeah. I don't, I'm not into it. It makes me think of a, when I look at it, I think of a Foo Fighters, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So
0: They are, in, but... I mean, they're kind of in that same realm as Foo Fighters, where it's, like, it's obviously, mm-hmm. like, alternative rock. It obviously fits that kind of audience, but it also isn't necessarily, like... Like I don't see Foo Fighters as being kind of those like I, I guess how you would say what was the way they described it the testosterone, uh, meaty boys or whatever uh, that that article sure. described as rock music. Like yeah. I don't see Foo Fighters fitting in that realm either. So for yeah. like Foo Fighters are like uh, if you drink like Bush Light, and uh, Incubus is if you like take Housin Jacks. Okay, I thought you were gonna there. say like Heineken, like you were gonna. No, do no, no, stem-back. no, yeah, uh, like no, that. no, no, they're not. I see what you're saying. They're now. doing drugs and sitting on a couch, just like thinking. People yeah. that are like this, they do like That's to make thing. you think. If they're not making you True. think, what are they doing? Uh, Brandon Boyd lying. was selected to play Judas Iscariot in uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, Spectacular, 2014. Mm-hmm. Did he do it? Uh, the tour was canceled. Oh. Cancelled. So what you're saying think, is that they betra- they betrayed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I oh, can't believe that. that. Yes. They get them all hyped they up, and they're like, ha ha. I do have one, If we're, I assume we're getting ready to uh, wrap her up here, Go for but it. I have one more song that I found very interesting, it was maybe the most interesting song that uh, I have discovered, and it is uh, by a female singer named Tanashi, and the song is called Feelings. Lately I am my feelings, and I say i
1: I don't stand
0: Lily I ain't been in my feelings. I say I've been mine and I've been feeling though it ain't your face, you can feel it. Though it ain't your face, you can't feel so stuck in the past. I don't get mad, I get back. Big bag, pussy. It's a very subtle sample. Yeah. You know, it doesn't stick around for too long. It's just kind of like a real quick. And then it's like in the background plot. though the rest yeah, of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But like I would have never noticed that that was the sample if they didn't drop everything and then just hone in on the sample. What was that? Was that Dig? What was that song? That okay. was Dig, yes. Okay, I was making sure it was right. That was indie. I don't want to I don't want to say like this is the sample if we're not going to say the sample. There's no reason right. to play it cuz that's the bit. Like that's the song. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was looking online, like at various things that have sampled Incubus and that Incubus has sampled. There wasn't very much, but that was by far the most interesting. I'd never heard that song. I've never even heard of her, but she has like a decent following on Spotify, like a lot of streams and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever listened to her before, but I have not. Uh, I've heard of her, but okay. I have not really that's good. sought her out. But. She's kind of in a realm of music that I would listen to. Yeah, that's what I figured. Granted, so. I've listened to a lot of music, but yeah. But yeah. Did I, you
1: know, Brandon? Brand, Brandon Boyd's father is the mar, Marble Man.
0: No, what? No, well, that's, that's not true. true. Is that true?
1: True, it's true.
0: Where, where, where did you find this?
1: I found it on the internet, multiple places on the internet.
0: What are you, do you uh, use the internet? Hold on, explain that again.
1: <laughs> the Marble the, Man, the man from the Marlboro commercials—that's his with dad. Broken the, the cigarette. That's Brandon Boyd's father.
0: Is that how he broke into the industry?
1: He got in he, through Marlboro.
0: He he uh he's rich off of that
1: cigarette money. Yeah, he's got that cigarette money. He's got that big tobacco money. Why
0: why would why would Wikipedia not tell me this? All it says is all you read is Wikipedia. His parents, Priscilla, Dolly Wiseman, and Charles Boyd, both of whom had experience in entertainment, had nurtured his artistic side since he was a child. You could have put uh he is the Marlboro man. Yeah. I suppose but, that's but true. They didn't.
1: Also, every member of the band surfs. Whoa. Well, that doesn't surprise me. No, they do seem like surfing types. Why well, don't they put any or surf rock in their music?
0: music? Are you sure this is right? Surf rock.
1: I two two locations. I found such such information.
0: Oh my goodness,
1: that's pretty interesting.
0: Okay, this is what happens when you don't span out a Wikipedia, Mister Jared. You miss out on some. I see feet, some pictures, sweet, but I don't feet. know if it's him or not. Because there's I, there's been multiple people that have portray- uh, portrayed the Moral bro man, so it's hard to know. Yes, really there has. That's true. true. But, this is true. Well, it still means he's not. You know. Well, he still portrayed it. I'm not discrediting. yeah. yeah, yeah okay. It's from say. his father. It could be like though, at the like uh, knowing now that some uh, an actor that's portrayed the colonel. It's like yeah, everybody's portrayed the colonel now. That's true. Like, that's true. That's true. That's. Wasn't Norm McDonald the colonel? Yes, that's what I was that's gonna say. Favorite. That really disappoints me that the the number of people who've done that in such the a bacon strange way. the bacon guy, Jim Gafkin wasn't he the colonel for a while? Yes. A lot of weird yeah. comedians were the colonel. And just to my, my knowledge, none controls. of them have been the Marble man. That's true. Well, they're not allowed to advertise cigarette, cigarettes anymore. well maybe at some point we'll reach that with KFC too. Oh that would be interesting. <laughs> it's probably just it's as really bad like, as you for your body. Think, uh, <laughs> Take that KFC. I
1: don't know. It's All right, I've do. got a list.
0: Okay, okay. Of people who played the KFC Colonel
1: or the people who I, played yes, the Marble Man? Of people who have played the Colonel. Please tell me if there's any overlap. We've got <laughs> Colonel Sanders himself. Why is he on this list? I you don't know. know. He portrayed himself as a Colonel. Daryl Hammond. Do you remember that dude from SNL? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Well, we got Norm, of course. we got Gaffigan. There is
0: was I a... Got, a female I can't remember who it was
1: that was Reba McIntyre oh
0: man that's right Reba, that's right I almost said You're Roseanne done. but that didn't make any sense
1: do you know here's one for you two Dolph Ziggler oh uh, yeah, yeah he uh, did yeah. he
0: did that on an actual wrestling bit they yeah, made an entire dumb. commercial that they put in WWE of yep. Dolph Ziggler being the colonel he wrestled a match that way yeah Rob sure he,
1: Riggle also has done it Pretty okay sure he fought a chicken Rob Lowe
0: yes I remember this
1: Ray Liotta you remember him I, yeah he's an actor I'm just yeah. going through the interesting the interesting actors Jason Alexander don't forget him <laughs> don't forget George Cassano <laughs> was the colonel briefly <laughs> <laughs> I remember those those are the most memorable ones really she was Sean Astin Rudy oh, was Sean the colonel
0: Astin. I can't carry this bucket but I can carry you
1: that's the bit all right, we're done now. I think All we right. covered it. Let's Here's go on. Bus driver. Bus. Oh wait, I got one. One more for you, Mario Lopez. Don't forget Mario. Lopez. Oh, of course. I, I, how could I watch that? Oh movie. man, how could we
0: have forgotten about Did the you? movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Oh boy, it's a mini movie.
1: The pinto full of beige, be to call the cake, all up in the ruin, deal being brought a cage. For these senseless sensors, your scenes I earned a soldier's wage. So we'll broke your leg, put roll the plates, Cause I came with that the old gifts overpaid, for a bunny and six feet, and friends and through the poster aids. I need a water brush, any economic crunch. If an answer to seems in a bomb, slash
0: Bus Driver, everybody, that song is sampling a uh, Wolfgang uh, Amadeus. And his uh, song, Mozart, Piano Sonata Number 11. Yeah. Good old Mozart. Weird sample. Good. Odd choice. Not the only time he sampled something odd. The song Imaginary Places also uses a classical music style of a, a sample. So mm-hmm. he's, a, he's an interesting dude. Yes. Uh, so Bus Driver, I, I, of course, being uh, an underground hip-hop artist, as we like to squeeze into our show sometimes. Oh. Uh, Regan Farquhar. Oh my. I believe is the, his name. That's how
1: that's how I came to pronounce it.
0: Farquhar, Lord Farquhar. Yeah, I think so. Yes, that is correct. Some will die, <laughs> but that is a sacrifice <laughs> I am willing to make. Um, had either of you ever heard of Bus Driver prior to this week? Yes. Other than like, like, where had you heard of him from?
1: I guess would be. Why Tyler answer
0: it first? Sure.
1: I don't. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I don't think I have. Okay.
0: I knew of Bus Driver from uh, what Caleb knows him from, from the beginning, which would be a uh, Tony Hawk game. He was on Tony Hawk's Underground, the first one, correct? And then I uh, didn't really keep up with his music that much. And then uh, there was a song that came out with Aesop Rock and Danny Brown mm-hmm. that I like that came out. Uh, what's weird, weird, is that, The bus driver song that "Imaginary Places" came out in two thousand and two. Yes, that was the first time I'd heard him. I don't know when that game came out, but it had to have been around that same time ish. And then almost like about a decade later is when I next heard the next song. Like right, like there was a whole ten year span in between of me knowing one song to knowing another song. Right, very bizarre. What's weird is is that I actually did not first discover Bus Driver via. Tony Hawk. Okay. Like, I didn't, because, like, you didn't know I that didn't, you knew it? Yes. Okay. So, like, you know, there's a lot of music that are on those video games, and not everything always transcended into my music listening later. Yep. Sometimes I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, I forgot that this was on there, and now I listen to this group. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go back and find things I wouldn't have expected. He's one of them where I forgot. Oh yeah, he was on one of the games. I had just kind of found him organically when I started looking for more like obscure hip hop. Yeah. And I happened upon the 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 trail of things that happened was was that I had found Milo. Milo being another kind of underground. And he's more of a conscious hip-hop rapper. Um, whereas bus driver just does he's things unconscious. really fast. He puts you unconscious with his speed um he was on the song uh, worlds to run on the album thumbs so i had been listening to milo it milo's led... album no this uh, is on bus driver's album that uh, milo was like uh, so i had been listening to milo yeah, it said yeah, featured yeah. on i found bus driver yes, through that yes. liked the song i listened to the album thumbs for a while that also had anderson pock who i forgot was on that song kind of weird in its own way yeah he so, just played at the grammys with bruno and no mars Yes, that is. Yes, cuz they just made a, a song. They just made a song together. Um, but that album Thumbs also has uh Davi Diggs, who is also an interesting character. Do you know who Davi yeah, Diggs is? I yes. the name sounds familiar. I, I I'm trying to remember who he is. Davy Diggs he is was, the one Oh, go ahead, Tyler.
1: Uh, he well, he's most well known at this point for being in the original cast of Hamilton and now done acting outside of that, but he was okay. originally in Clipping.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, the hip hop yeah, yeah. group. So, um, so that's kind of where he started Interesting. was clipping. And then somehow that transcended into him being in Hamilton. I don't know the pattern of things that got him to that point, but it's interesting. Yeah, That's weird. The other one being Why? on that. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> what? Just have a little interesting anecdote about clipping. If we can, if we have a moment to do so, of course, a buddy of mine helped me move, you know, a few weeks ago when I moved, I guess a month or so ago when I moved and his girlfriend was telling me about, uh, she was interested in these, albums that these guys clipping were talk she knows david Deegs like how everyone does at this point you know right they don't know him from clipping as much as they know him from hamilton right correct, so correct she's like he's in this uh group called clipping i'm like yeah you should check out a couple of their albums are pretty good you know yeah and she, and they did a what's in my bag at amoeba records you know the what's in my bag series yeah. yes so the clipping did one, and she's like, Yeah, I'm really interested in all these albums that these guys talked about. So I went and watched it to try to be like, Okay, I'll see if I can find something that sounds like those albums for you. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Davi Diggs chooses like hip hop albums, and you know, like it pretty much are all hip hop albums for the most part sure. older hip hop and even new, under like, you know, more uh, lesser known hip hop. And the other two guys in, uh, Clipping are white, white guys, which is, I mean, it's whatever. Well, they're more of the producers, really. They're the musical aspect of it. Correct. And David is more of the hip hop portion of it. Correct. Which could never be more clear than when you watch this What's in My Bag and he's pulling out all these hip-hop albums and the other two dudes are pulling out these like ambient electronic music from the late 60s that no one's ever heard of and yep. they're like going in depth describing what's going on in this music and how amazing it is that's that's it's just kind of hilarious it. that'll too do long. it for sure oh that's just funny that makes a lot
0: of sense really almost too much sense uh the other name that's on that thumbs album from bus driver this is a 2015 mixtape uh was actually del the funky homo sapien who we've covered on this show before. Yeah. Um, I guess it's kind of odd to me when you look at like bus driver who for sure, for sure, for sure is not well known at all. No. Um, and the people that he's made music with are also in the underground scene, but he is really a step below. He is Mm -hmm. like the crust of the earth when it comes to the underground hip hop scene. Like, you know, when he has a song like ego death that has Aesop and Danny Brown on it. Um, he's the one that people don't know. And it's his album. Um, right. Open Mike Eagle is also on that album he's another guy who's kind of slowly Become more popular uh, I believe yeah. it was because That's of his Comedy Central show we... Wasn't his Comedy Central show that he had Wasn't that where it was
1: <laughs> Nobody remembers we, I don't, we, I don't Open Mike Eagle What about him?
0: Didn't he have a TV show on Comedy Central? I have no idea
1: Oh I don't remember I, Open Mike Eagle is exactly who I thought about when I heard Worlds to Run.
0: Which would make total sense, yeah. It
1: sounds like an open Mike eagle song. And I told my buddy at work, I was like, oh, yeah, that reminds me of open mic eagle because I was listening to it out loud. And then I Googled uh, bus driver and the first person that say people also search for is open mic eagle. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does look like it was Comedy Central.
0: That's what I thought. So that, you know, they, they all had... All of these people kind of had something that helped them, i guess, kind of step forward in some capacity, so you have an open Mike meagle who has a, a comedy Central show, and you have a Doy Diggs who finds their way into a Hamilton, but bus driver has had n- no such thing in any way, shape or form. Um, the thing that I know him most for is his album that has uh, imaginary places on it, which i I would say is i mean i thought it was his most well-known song but it appears as though worlds to run is his most popular song um but i've seen more people in the hip-hop world aware of imaginary places but that album that that comes off of temporary forever i love that album it's a really really odd album it has some very odd songs on it he's very funny he's very witty he's very creative um and a lot of it is very unexpected the way that he performs songs um, I really like the, there's a little, um, segment on here. I think this is the right one. He, uh, goes to a, um, uh, drive through window. I don't know what the restaurant is, but he orders food, um, through the restaurant window, but he does it as a freestyle song, but like, just like a weird, like freestyle poetry line. And the woman is like, not sure how to respond to what he's saying to him in the process of it. So I want to play that really quick so you can hear it.
1: But you know what? I think I'll have the fries. Anything else? Um. Hmm. Actually, give me the Happy Meal with a rapper who doesn't have any skill but has a contract for half a meal. Served up with a plate full of daffodils. That would do it for me. Okay. What would you really like
0: to order? (laughs) Because... What is it you
1: want? Give me a... you know what, give me a person burger, because eating a hamburger is worse than murder, so I would prefer that. A what? Give me a million dollars, how about that?
0: Give me a... I just like that it's just really harassing someone at their job, like, can you please go away? You know I, you why know are you doing this to me? What's worse uh, about doing that at a drive-thru as opposed to a phone call? Hmm. Is that you can't hang up on a drive through <laughs> yeah, he could have done he could have done that for as long as he wanted. she'd be like, I, what do you want for food? Can you please tell me what you want for food now? I never could figure out like w- he orders a superstar, and she's like, Oh yeah, okay, a superstar kind of like, a, Please be done here, uh and then he goes back on another tangent. I don't know who has the superstar she says, Please be done here no i'm oh. I, like you can tell that's what she's feeling, uh, like yes, but yeah. Um, but there's a lot of songs on there, like, that are kind of in the same vein of Imaginary Places. It's definitely a more eclectic style than what you would be used to in hip-hop, I suppose, is why I'd put it. Sure. So So his uh, his father, Ralph, uh, is also a, uh, a, a Hollywood fellow, as is Brandon Boyd. He does The Marble Man, too? No, he doesn't do The Marble Man. He wrote the film Crush Groove. Mm-hmm. Which features uh, Run DMC, and I think is where the the hip-hop group Fat Boys got their start. Really? You know Fat Boys? They're pretty good. I have indeed heard of them before. It's uh The film is based on the early days of Def Jam Records, and uh, up-and-coming uh, record producer Russell Simmons, who was in uh, Run DMC, I believe, definitely. Or maybe he wasn't in the group. Maybe he just produced them. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Uh yes, another thing that I found very strange. Uh, bus driver has been on multiple uh, labels. One of yeah. them being, uh, for his album Roadkill Overcoat, it was put out on Epitaph Records, which is owned by the guitarist of Bad Religion, Brett Gurowitz. Yeah, it's kind
1: of cool. Kinda weird, isn't it? It's That's odd a very place. strange odd place for that uh, to end up.
0: Yes. And it, they, it, I mean, like it was the only time. Like the album before that wasn't on that record label, and the album after that wasn't on. Like it was like he just hops from label to label. It, it seems. Yeah. Well, he also has multiple different people who like he's produced with, and different people who he like. Uh, yeah, because like if you look at his producers, it, it's a, a long name or a long list of names. Um, e- even people you definitely don't know, like nobody, you don't know nobody. Mm -hmm. He's a producer named Nobody. Yes. Um, So he obviously just kind of moves around a lot. Um, I'm not like I haven't listened to all of his albums because he actually has more than I guess. Sometimes I recognize that he's had. I've definitely listened to Temporary Forever. I've definitely listened to Perfect Hair. And like I said, I listened to the Thumbs mixtape. Otherwise, I've just kind of bounced around a little bit. What did you guys think about the song Imaginary Places? It's a good song. I like
1: it. Imaginary Places?
0: Yeah, the one where he raps really, really fast.
1: Let me go back. Let me go
0: to it. Here, I'll play it for you. I'm just here to hold your hand when you die And to show you around imaginary places Put the muddy lumps in my bloody
1: stump And it won't have a spot in the perfect circle Dying to sleep with the sky at your feet I'll shoot you when you're happy on it Then you will find peace How did you do? It? I don't know, I'm okay Every person I know is a secret story agent Cause I'm accused of lewd conduct Stole the heart to rape her prompts And I got a woman for my Yeah, it's pretty good. Although it was, I mean, like I said, I thought of o- Open Mike Eagle to begin with, and then this came on, and I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty big shift from Worlds to Run to Imaginary Places. So I watched him do a live performance of that song, and he is just as fast in real life as he is on the actual song. Wow. Pretty impressive, really. I've, uh, I've tried to do that, and it is not not as easy as you might think, which is not easy.
1: It's kind of weird that he never that some of these underground people, particularly from the West, like the West Coast, have bumped out for certain reasons. And some people haven't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really make sense. Like, I mean, uh, that's a huge for Bus Driver. His most popular song is quite large. You know, it's a big song. Yeah. Uh, Open Mike Eagle's most popular song is like half of those listen
0: well the the no. song that his is most popular has anderson pock on it so that's i mean that's right. probably what no, was the that's, part,
1: that's the reason for it yeah probably. but it's just weird because i mean open Mike eagles big album was in 2017 really the the one that made people notice him more mm-hmm. and then he just used various pop culture references to like pop out because he likes uh adventure time and you know whatever so he used right. that to his advantage but like Bus drivers just never really gotten out there. The biggest thing he's done, I guess, in terms of media outside of hip hop is that he was uh in Flying Lotus film Cuso. Yep, which we talked about when we covered
0: him recently. Right. Yeah. So I mean I think I he's know, I weird. think he's definitely somebody that like those who are making hip hop in the underground scene are aware of. Like I don't think that people aren't aware of him unless, of course, they're not like paying attention to that world. Um, but even if it's a case that you're kind of like on the cusp of like, like, oh yeah, I know some underground hip hop, you're more than likely not going to necessarily like land on him. Yeah, he's be, not, yeah no he's not like a name that comes up in the same way as like a Davi Diggs or an open my Eagle no. or even like even Milo, I think has a little bit more popularity than a bus driver who he obviously has worked with on a couple of different songs like you can see that like they've collaborated a number of times at this point um but really i mean because all the other stuff like they're not really names that people know like i looked at the track listing of various albums i didn't recognize any names right i I mean i can recognize some of them like i know who rob sonic is but only because he's done music with Aesop rock yes i believe if i saw that there's a letyric song that uh-huh. he was a part of. Yes. Would be really probably. Uh no 2013. Uh uh-huh. um Litieric did a song. Uh and Hammer I'm aware of cuz it has Billy Woods in it. Like you know like again these are not blue is another one who is known in a, an underground hip hop. Again, it's just a lot of obscure people that nobody really pays attention to. Yeah. But I the odd thing about it is is that I think that there are a lot of really good quality songs from somebody like a bus driver. If people knew what they were, they'd probably like them. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he'd never be mainstream. So you if you never could, like, catch on in the underground, then, you know, like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's just kind of, like, fringe. Yeah. You know, uh, I found some, some interesting things about his father. Hit me with it. I looked at his, his IMDb page. He's an executive producer on the reboot of The Proud Family that's coming out. Okay. Kind of cool he uh executive produced the real husbands of hollywood which had kevin hart the uh film windy woo homecoming warrior he executive produced and he also was uh he executive produced something called hip hop harry perfect picnic remember hip hop i remember show you hip hop harry i don't know if you have hip hop harry was basically like a, a, a offshoot Somewhat of like Barney the dinosaur and stuff like that, you know, like these uh, these uh, creatures that were in big old costumes. And so, Hip Hop Perry was this like freaking bear or something that wrapped. Oh my gosh, ridiculous! I love that. I wish, it, I wish Bus Driver was on that. I hope that somehow he makes his way into the Proud Family reboot. Both Bus Driver, oh, Bus Driver and Driver. the bear, Well, the best uh. Hip-Hop Harry is not in Disney canon, so he wouldn't be able to. Neither is Bus Driver. Well, but Bus driver is a human <laughs> I, I being. I know that. I know that. You can put new things in. I mean, Disney buys stuff all the time. You want to know how much it would cost to buy that Hip-Hop nothing, Bear? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. They could buy it, you know. They could sneeze and they own it. Uh, You've been you
1: some... that, but... Go ahead. The man, Hip-Hop harry has got 65,500 subscribers on YouTube. Oh, really? Still putting out vidges.
0: Like, kind of like Mr. I mean, Bean is where it's his old clips. I love that. No, he
1: put out <laughs> all right. We
0: should, should play a hip hop Harry song, honestly. I'm sick of this.
1: <laughs> oh, what happened? He said something. What happened?
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, I do remember hip hop Harry now. Yeah, now yeah, that yeah. I'm looking at it, I remember this now. Let's play some hip hop Harry. Oh, it's a TikTok. Stop! Who's that that next? Oh my gosh, they're twerking. Children.
1: Who's go, next? Go, 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 go,
0: go. It appears as though this is a TikTok compilation, so people are TikTok dancing to none other than Hip Hop Harry. That's right. So what was that? What he's was still that? doing well. That song sounded like something. Cool. What was it? Do you know? It kind of sounded like Candy Shop. Yeah, it kind of sounded like Candy Shop. Oh I bet I bet Candy Shop uh ripped the groove off of uh Hip Hop Harry. Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe. Probably. It's possible. the only way I could imagine that, that would happen that
1: way. So Huh.
0: That's a good uh, way to sum it all up, huh? I think well, so. Well one
1: one interesting thing I found was that uh you probably saw it. He did a collaboration with Deerhoof. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. They see did that. see that. Cool. That's kinda of interesting. They released a split sing- a split uh, single. I couldn't find it. You have to look for physical forms or Deerhoof. Gotcha. Um, but it's not too... Did you, it, kind of an interesting
0: thing. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected... Deerhoof, of course, not being something that's like super well-known either, but definitely right. not two things that go together.
1: No. they have been kind of different genres, you know, just not in the same place. Right. Well...
0: I don't have anything else. I'm ready to vote. Sounds good. I'm going to vote for Incubus. I
1: figured that you would. Man, I I think I'm going to have to vote for Bus Driver. How many Bus Driver
0: albums do you own, Tyler?
1: None. I I mean, Uh I own one Incubus album, but Uh I'll admit that sometimes I'm ashamed of it.
0: (laughs) You can give it to me. So I struggle with this one because I think that I like Incubus more of like a long-term thing, meaning that I like the singles that are released throughout their career. Um, but I really enjoy Bus Driver in terms of the both the album, Temporary Forever, as well as other like pieces of his music. And so I think that I enjoy both of them, but for very different reasons. So it's hard to vote for them. But I'm going to go with Bus Driver. And the reason for that is because Patreon chose Incubus. That's so stupid. And uh, the only comment we had was from David, Uh who voted for Bus Driver, and said, Never liked Incubus. Bus Driver would have to be pretty bad for me to regret my vote. We'll see. Sorry, David. You probably regret it now. But it doesn't matter. Because we've got ourselves a tie, ladies and gentlemen.
1: (sighs) (sighs) Who's going to break it?
0: Nobody. What a way to do that. I don't like that. That's why I picked Bus Driver. So now yeah. I don't have to feel bad though cuz I what I was thinking was was that Tyler was going to pink incubus mm. and then I would say I'm just going to give my vote to bus driver so that he isn't completely swept but now I can do it so that everybody's happy cuz there's a tie no one could be
1: sad. Yay! Except Everyone kind Jared. of wins. Except My for choice for didn't matter. Saying,
0: this country is going down the drain. Everybody gets a consolation prize. Everybody. Ah, <laughs> everybody gets a trophy for I participation. participation. I voted.
1: I voted. Give me a sticker. That's true. We do. We
0: yeah. Do. Yeah. This country show.
1: Yeah. I don't even
0: want to be. It's fun though. It's fun to be this person. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band. Follow us on our various social media platforms and uh, check out our Patreon account. Next week, we're talking about... Or next time, not week. We don't want to listen. We got no strings attached in this thing. We got, we're trying to do our best. And, uh, you know, that's all you can really ask for. Next time we record is uh, Imagine Dragon Force. That's right. The Mormon rock band, Imagine Dragons, and the uh, uh, metal group that likes to play the guitar a lot, Dragon Force. They're facing each other in a battle. So you should check it out. Goodbye. Goodbye. Outros are not supposed to be that long. Well, sometimes he's got to. Yeah, you just got to do what you got to do.